0: Welcome to Be The Gift Connections, I'm Dawn Benjamin and I'm pleased to have Billy Jarvis with Tennessee Donor Services Services joining me this weekend. Billy welcome back.
1: Dawn, it's great to be back and uh, looking forward to a a great program tonight.
0: Yeah, so uh, we might mention for those people who are watching and don't know Billy is just coming back from having a kidney transplant, and hopefully in one of our future programs, we're gonna get an update from him as as to what happened. So we'll go ahead and get started. Um, September is National DMV Appreciation Month. The staff of our Tennessee driver license offices are on the front lines assist asking customers if they would like to register to be an organ and tissue donor. They play a vital role in saving and healing lives. 98% of those who register will do so when getting their learner's permit driver's license, or state ID.
1: Don, the Donate Life Tennessee and Tennessee Department of Safety Partnership is truly a partnership for life. Our state is fortunate to have a driver's service department that recognizes the importance of registering to be a donor and is committed to increasing the numbers on our state registry. We have a full program this evening, and we're confident that you will not only learn something, but you'll be inspired by the stories we have this evening.
0: Our first story illustrates how important it is that everyone has the opportunity to register to be an organ and tissue donor when they visit their local driver's license office. Five months ago, the Beaumier family's world was tragically changed forever. Nate and Ashley Beaumier's son, Blazer, died of injuries from a car accident. I want to thank both Nate and Ashley for joining us this evening.
2: Hi guys, thanks for having us.
1: Yeah, welcome aboard, guys. Nate, tell me uh, about what kind of young man was Blazer? What kind of kid was he? What kind of things, is, his personality, characteristics, things like that?
3: Yes, Blazer was just a very kind young man. Uh, he would go out of his way to make sure that everyone felt included, no matter where he was, and even if it was just for a day. Blazer was a son, a brother, a uh, a friend. A great teammate um he had a very witty sense of humor and often embarrassed himself with it (laughs) Uh, but most of all blazer had a a servant's heart well
1: that's great to hear uh i was excited to hear as a former athlete myself and a high school coach blazer also loves sports and what when did he start actually playing sports and and which one was his favorite
3: Believe it or not, Blazer played his first organized sport at age three, and it was football with helmet and shoulder pads and everything. Um, so that came first. Uh, a couple of years later, he found that baseball would would be his first love. And then, as the years went on, uh, at age nine, he he played quarterback for the first time. And by age eleven, Blazer and and Pretty much everyone around him knew that quarterback was going to be his thing. Um, But he just loved being active. One year, he even decided he was going to run cross country. Uh, But uh, he just excelled at quarterback. Um, He also loved playing basketball. Um, But by his freshman year of high school, about midway through his freshman year last year, he became the starting quarterback for uh, Round County High School.
1: Well, that's awesome. And I I know a bunch of guys from Roan County and um, had several kids that played travel ball for me that actually knew of a Blazer story. And I'm, you know, thanks for sharing that too. It means a lot.
0: Thank you. Ashley, tell us what happened to Blazer in April of this
2: year. Um, So on April 25th of this year, we got the call that no parent um, ever wants to get. Um, that Blazer and some of his friends had been in a car accident on their way home from a track meet. He had went to support some of his senior um, football buddies that were also running track, and they were on their way home. Um, The accident also occurred 400 yards from our driveway. Um, So that was really, you know, um, a hit to home, literally. Um, So uh, we did get the information on the scene that night that Blazer had passed away due to his injuries.
1: No, no, actually, I, go ahead Don. sorry
2: as i understand it just a few weeks
0: prior he had registered to be a donor is that right
2: yes um he had turned 15 on march 6th and that week you know you want to get first in line to get your learner's permit um completely nervous and freaking out the whole way there um but yes he had gotten his learner's permit that week
1: so Ashley, did you guys talk about it as a family when did blake come home and say hey i've registered to be a donor
2: Well, we had talked about it some as a family, but it mainly became a one-on-one conversation. Um, You know, I kind of let him choose to fill out the paperwork and, you know, do the things on their own. And he he had asked about it and he said, you know, what is it? And are you one? And I did tell him, yes, I was. And he said, okay, why? And I gave him my reasoning, which was, um, you know, I would give life because someone could love their family a little bit longer. And on our, you know, We believe that in heaven, you're whole again anyway, so I really don't need those things. So if I could help another family, that's what I would want to do. And he said, that's exactly what I want to do.
0: Ashley, when you and your husband were approached about donation, what did it mean to you to know that Blazer had already
2: made that decision for himself? Um, That was no question we were prepared to ever have to answer, but we knew without a doubt that's what Blazer wanted to do.
1: Well, uh, guys, as you've kind of – what is Blazer's legacy as a giver of the gift of life? I mean, you guys, we're going through this tough time these last four or five months that he, you know, Blazer lives on in, in other people.
3: Blazer's legacy was uh, no matter what, what always going to be that <sighs> he was a man that put his faith into action. Um the way he lived his life spoke to that uh, and as we are still learning to grieve we're just trying our best to just find our purpose in this pain and uh, for that reason we are forming the faith in action foundation to honor blazer's legacy uh, by promoting the gift of life through donation uh, as well as safe driving and just trying to be encouraging to everyone that we come into contact with and and, and ourselves uh, that to let your faith guide you in in everything you do.
1: Amen to that. Have have you guys heard anything about the recipients that may have received Blake's gifts at this point in time?
3: Yes, uh, we have. Blazer's been able to To date, he's been able to help 23 individuals um, through the gift of his organs and tissue donation. That's incredible.
0: Ashley, you recently started as a a Donate Life ambassador. Why is that important to you?
2: Um, Being an ambassador was important to me um, by being a hand and heart in the community. Uh, Our kids are involved in a lot of things in our community, and so are we. Um, in the school system and different things, uh, coaching, rec league and different things of that sort. And I truly believe that we're called called to be servants, That to love and serve others is what we're called to do. And there's no greater gift than giving someone a little bit more time to love their family. And that's just how we feel. We feel like if we could spread the word to help one more family, just love their love on them just a little bit longer, then that's what we want to do.
0: And I know, Ashley, you told me how important your faith has been through this whole process.
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm not, I really have no answer other than I don't know what we would do without it. Um, It has been um, our stronghold and our foundation for sure. Um, Personally, with our friends and family, teammates, um, being here for the friends that are still running in our house and eating all of our food. (laughs) It has been a firm foundation for us, and we're so thankful for it.
0: Well, Nate and Ashley, thank you for talking with us this evening. I know it's hard to do, uh, but we admire your strength and your desire to share Blazer's story with others. And we look forward to working with you guys in the future.
1: 100%. Look forward to meeting you guys face to face.
0: Take care. Yeah, we're thank excited. You. Thank you so
3: much. Thank you. you too, thank you.
0: We're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we'll be talking with some of our driver services managers back in a moment.
1: My daughter asked me if I was an organ donor. I told her that I always had been, but the last time I renewed my license, I did not check the box. And in the sassy way that a 13-year-old would, she said, Mom, how selfish of you. And if anything ever happens to me, I would want you to donate my organs. Through the passing of my daughter, four lives were saved. I have been sharing her story as an ambassador with Donate Life. I am now re-enrolled in school and I'm working on earning my teaching credentials. Okay. We depend on our driver services center managers to lead their staff and being informed about organ and tissue donation, encouraging their support and giving every customer the opportunity to register. We have four Department of Safety Managers joining us this evening. Welcome everybody and let's just start out by introducing yourselves.
4: Hello, I'm Greta Hall, the manager, branch manager of the Tullahoma Tennessee, Coffee County, Tennessee Drivers Lawson Service Center. I've been there thirty-five years. This October sixteenth.
5: Welcome, Brad. Thank you. LeShinda? And LeShinda wants to go next. Okay, hello everyone. I'm Lashenda Frazier. I'm the branch manager at the Red Bank Drivers License Station in Tennessee. I will. I have been with the state fourteen years. October the fifteenth.
1: Welcome, Lashenda. Stephanie, we'll go, we'll go with you next.
5: I'm
1: the district one. There we go. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you.
0: Okay. My name is Stephanie Davis and I'm the district one manager uh, in East, uh, in West Knoxville
6: or in the East area. And uh, I've been with the department of safety for 21 years.
1: Welcome Stephanie and Blake. We'll, we'll say the (laughs) best for last.
6: So Blake, you're next. (laughs) Thank you, Billy. Uh, There's a a helicopter flying over. Is it bothering the sound? (laughs) I think you're good. Good deal. Uh, my name is Blake Cantwell. I'm the program manager with the East Region, um, which consists of Chattanooga, the Knoxville area, and the Johnson City area. I started Blake. in 2005 and been loving it every day, guys. Yeah, Blake's been here for a
1: long time. I've known Blake for years. Welcome, welcome to the show, Blake, and and thanks for coming and uh, joining us this evening.
0: So, I'm interested to know prior to working in a driver services center. What was your view on organ and tissue donation? And you can be honest. Uh, let's start with uh, Lashinda.
5: So my view on it was, I don't want anyone to have my organs. You know, I want to keep those and take them with me once I do pass away. Um, but now, working with organ donor recipients, <laughs> I've changed my mind. So that's awesome, Stephanie. What was your opinion? Well, um.
0: Before I started working with the Department of Safety, I've always been an organ donor. Agretta?
4: Well, in the beginning, I was very young. And uh, I went through a lot of training from y'all, coming to our in-services and taught me so much. Uh, In 2009, I lost someone very, very close to me that I wish could have been a donor, but I didn't know enough at the time. Y'all had taught enough, but I just wasn't ready to make myself to be one. So I wouldn't ask anyone else to be one. But now I am a donor. I have it on my license. I encourage everyone. I've always encouraged to answer yes to number seven on the application, which we do for you now, but it's the best thing on earth. To save a life when you lose a life—that's so great to you. You know, you your memory of that person is being carried on. Mm-hmm. Yes, Blake.
6: I didn't know anything about organ donation. Um, I believed the rumors that if you were an organ donor, then you know maybe they wouldn't fight as hard to save your life and things of that nature. So I was very misinformed. So. Mm-hmm. Since partnering with you guys in, in the department, um, the, the information that I used to believe is just so far out there that um, I'm glad I got the chance to know it just so we can spread the word that that stuff's not true.
0: Right. I think uh, it's great that y'all were uh, able to share this because, you know, um, you have something in common with other people. And I think really it shows us that, that the key uh, to saving more lives really comes through education. You know, making people aware Uh, and obviously, you know, um, it's something that we need to continue to strive to get out there and educate more people about it. Uh, So your answers are very normal. Uh, And, you know, Greta, yours is also that we have had families tell us that they regretted not letting their loved one be a donor just because they didn't know enough about it and they weren't, you know, in, in a place where they could do that.
5: Right.
1: Yeah, you guys are on the front lines every single day. And have you really seen in the past, let's say, five or 10 years, some of the myths and misconceptions that you may have heard 10, 15 years ago? Have you heard those things change? Yes. Um, and yeah, got kind of expound on that, guys. Lashita, go ahead and you go first.
5: Um. So I have had a couple customers come in and say that they heard that they don't work as hard to save your life, you know, if you're an organ donor, that they just let you pass away or whatever. And then they'll come back and into me and say, I did more research after you talked to me and gave me information and the website to go on and get information. And now I've changed over to be an organ donor now because none of that is true. Mm, great.
1: That's great to hear, right, Dawn?
5: Mm-hmm,
1: sure. That's, is. that's part of, you know, Dawn's a nice job is, you know, to hope you know, dispel some of those myths and misconceptions because people hear things that you know is just not true and they make that decision sometimes based on that and i'm glad you guys are on the front lines and right. we've done enough education hopefully you guys can answer those questions
0: mm-hmm. and, and i think it's important to be comfortable in answering those yes. and hopefully you are any other mis misconceptions that you've heard recently or Besides that one, I think probably that one's number one.
4: I think it is number one. number one. Yeah, yeah. number yeah.
0: one. Blake, tell us some of the ways that the leadership of the Department of Safety is working to bring more attention to donation and thereby increase the numbers on the registry.
5: Awesome,
6: Don. Uh, a few things that we do internally is um, what we call Spirit Week, and a week during September, the team gets to dress up, whether it be Blue Green Day maybe crazy socks or even a team day, for example. And it may not sound like much to, you know, outside looking in, but when we're used to wearing a uniform every day of the week, you know, internally uh, everybody is thrilled to death. But then what that does for the public is they get to come in and ask why we're dressed like that or, or see the, the decorations that we have up around the centers. And then that starts the conversation. And that is the key to, to one of these is is conversating and, and getting the information out there. So September, we actually take that whole month and try to do something each week um, in relation to partnering with the, the organ donation. And, you know, whether it be a school supply drive, we've had food drives in the past. There's there's anything and everything that we can think of to try to bring awareness to. That's,
0: great. That's
6: awesome. Yeah.
1: Uh, LaShina, tell us about the donation, actually the Department of Safety's Donation Committee. What are some of the things you guys are working on to increase awareness and encourage, uh, you know, Tennesseans to to register?
5: Right. So like Blake mentioned, we are doing different like spirit weeks and um, giving back to schools. And for Christmas time last year, we did a food drive, you know, for the homeless shelters or different Shelters um, around different cities, and that was great. That was a good turnout, and it was amazing how many employees and customers actually brought a donation to give to people to help out. You know, and we did let them know that hey, this is for organ donor. You know, this is to help save a life. Okay, so it's it's great. Um, some things we we're working on to get it to keep it, you know, going. Um, we ch- keep trying to do the questionnaire where they win a twenty-five dollar gift card to the employees if you get the question correct. So the the employees love that; they enjoy that. Um, so just different things like that.
0: That's great, um, and you know, we really are lucky in Tennessee that we have such a wonderful partnership with our Department of Safety. I don't think most states have that. Um, buy-in. I I know that the donation committee has been in existence for about a year and a half. That's awesome. Uh, We also have a a Team Tennessee where we meet on a regular basis with the Department of Safety. Um, And uh, so um, we just really appreciate everyone's efforts at the Driver Services Centers uh, and with the leadership of the Department of Safety. Um, So our final question um, I wanted to talk about interaction with the public. Have you talked with anyone who has received a transplant or someone who has a connection to a donor that really impacted you? Um, and I wanted to start with Greta because she has a really good story of someone she knows.
4: Will you share that with us, Greta? Okay, I, will. I have a little girl that won my heart she had to have a heart Uh, When she was born, she had some difficulties with her heart and she was a transplant and it saved her. And I feel like God helped her through it all because you can tell that God's with her with this organ donation and her family, the way that she is just this year, got to go to a school instead of being homeschooled. She has gotten healthy enough. She's just probably six or seven years old, and this is her first time. And whenever they got to school, they were scared for her, and of course she was. But when they got in the school, and even the teacher is someone close to me as well, they she went out into the hall to find out who her new new student was going to be, you know, all excited to meet her. And when she got out there at a distance, she could tell who it was and who the child was. And they all, it was just awesome. They just ran to each other and hugged and cried, of course, because they wasn't going to be so worried that their their loved one was going to be protected and taught by people they knew instead of being scared. Because, you know, she was homeschooled and she's in the need and the care of everyone. So it just... Everyone's heart was so full, and it just made my heart full for them. So just know that organ donation is the best.
0: Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, does anybody else uh, have a, a, a story about maybe it could be somebody that you talk to um, in your work, a customer or something? Billy. Billy.
1: Yeah, I know Stephanie. Every time I go in there, she's like, "Okay, what's the update on the transplant? When you get in?" Well, haven't found a match yet. Then finally, I went in a couple, you know, a couple months ago. Like, okay, it's happening. So I know her staff have been fantastic and have been praying for me, and uh, she's been one of my biggest supporters, and I thank her for that.
0: Anyone else have a have a
4: have a connection? If not, I'll tell another one in a little while if there's no one in. Well, we'll go ahead, Greta. (laughs) Okay. I had a husband. Gosh, it hasn't been maybe February. He came in, and you could tell. It was hard for him to come in our office that day, but yet he's still smiling. And I had a new examiner there. And we were talking about, do you want to be an organ donor? You know, if you lose your life, would you like to save a life and keep your life going he said yes I do and he told us why he said his wife was an organ donor and he didn't understand why and he lost her and it broke his heart of course but with organ donation he has lived on with her gave us a picture of her to hang in our office which Miss Dawn has got us one coming now that's going to be in color and an actual big poster but It's like he was just so relieved to know that she saved five people's lives, and she's still living, and he's met some of them, and I think he still will meet more as time goes. And I can't wait for him to come back because while he talked to us that day, he had to go talk to one of the hospitals, I do think, in East Tennessee. So I just look forward to these folks coming in, even though it is something heartbreaking. It is actually, it cures your heartbreak to know they're still living and going and smiling mm-hmm. and carrying on and you get a bigger family that, than you had. Mm-hmm. So he is just, I mean, it, it fulfilled his heart for that loss, even though he still has that loss, she's still going. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you for sharing that. and um, Really appreciate um, all, of, all of your commitments to, to
1: this cause. Yeah. Two great stories, Brad. And well, everybody, so yeah, I
4: could tell you a lot more, but that's okay. It just keeps going now that, you know, the state has offered and the organ donation has come in to teach us more. It just helps us tell the public more about it. And they've gave us posters, books, brochures, and I, I got the most wonderfulest cards this week from two donors that, uh, they're just awesome at what they've written and gave us pictures and they called us a hero. And I never thought about it that way, but I guess we are a well, hero for yeah. those folks. Well, yes. And yeah. it just, you know, it made you smile, but yet it made you tear up. Yeah. For our viewers,
0: um, what we do during September is we ask some of our ambassadors uh, to write thank you notes to our driver services centers. And they're always very eager to do that so we hope that everybody has received some and they'll probably be coming uh, throughout the rest of the month
4: yes miss stone and I hang those in our office on the wall as they come in I brought them here with me now but anyway uh, I'll take them back tomorrow and hang them on the wall when they remodel I'm gonna figure out a better way to hang them on the wall but
1: (laughs) well thanks to every single one of you for joining us on the show tonight we are a team and you guys are on the front lines lots of times, and we could not do what we do without you guys. And again, thank you very thank much. You. Thank,
4: thank you so much. Thank you. Good to see you, team.
1: Well, thank you guys. Well, coming up next, we have a special story about the Greenville Driver Service Center and their connection to a baby waiting oh. for a heart transplant. So stay tuned.
7: had acute liver failure. To this day, they can't figure out why it failed. One week he was fine, the next week we were in the
2: hospital waiting for a transplant.
6: He's here because of his donor. There's nothing that he can't do. There's no future that's not open to him. We owe it all to the donor family. What an amazing kid he is.
0: In general, people realize that organ donation saves lives, but it becomes even more clear and urgent when we know someone who needs a transplant. That's the case in Greenville, where baby Paisley Trantham waits for a heart. We're pleased to have uh, with us tonight um, Ashley Tweed, Greenville Driver Services Manager, Tara Sumner, Paisley's grandmother, and Amber Trantham, Paisley's mother, along with Paisley. Thanks so much for being here.
7: Thank you for having us. Yeah, Ashley, see you
0: guys. Yeah. Ashley, tell us how the Greenville Driver Services Center and Paisley became connected.
7: We first learned about Paisley from Tara, who was working part time at our Driver Service Center. Um, after finding out about Paisley's condition and the extent of what was needed, our office felt called to um, raise awareness for Paisley in hopes that our office can contribute to her receiving the gift of life.
1: Well, Tara, while you were working at the driver service center there in Greenville, what did you think about the staff's commitment to organ and tissue donation and telling people, you know, hey, do you guys want to register to be an organ and tissue donor today?
5: They
7: ask everyone, every transaction, they ask the person if they wanted to donate.
2: Amber, tell us-, okay.
0: Amber tell us about Paisley. When did you know that something was wrong?
7: Well, I went in for my 20 weeks anatomy scan, and they said that they couldn't see her whole heart. They said that something was wrong, and then they referred me to Knoxville. And he told me that she had half a heart, and she would not make it is what he told me. And then that's when we decided to go to Vanderbilt and get better care.
1: Now, Ambrose Paisley currently on the waiting list for a heart. And yes. tell us about where she far as waiting list status and what that means and, and how things can change quickly.
7: Okay. So she's listed as a status two because we're at home right now. We okay. go for her surgery. Well, we go down for her surgery on Thursday and she might move up to a status one B, but babies have to be a status one A to get a heart. And they have to have something making their heart beat for them or be on the like a ventilator or ECMO or a Berlin heart or something of that nature.
0: Uh, Amber, how often do you go to the transplant center?
7: Well, we got discharged from the NICU after two weeks and a day, and now we're going back to Vanderbilt. So we've been home for a little bit, but we follow up with doctors all the time, okay. several times a week.
0: So how, how is Paisley monitored?
4: Do do
7: it. Do we it. have a monitoring group in Vanderbilt called the single ventricle monitoring group. And they call and they let me have an app on my phone and I have to chart it every day.
1: Oh Wow. Now Tara, I understand that you're helping Ashley with, with Paisley's care too. And I'm sure that's a ton of time, you know, required with helping with a baby that needs a heart.
7: Yeah. It's a whole lot of work. A lot of doctor's appointments. Yeah. She sure. has to see heart doctors and everything here local, too, so so they can communicate back with Vanderbilt what's going on with her. It's so
0: important to have, have that family support, family and friends to help. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so um, for both Amber and Tara, I wanted to know um, maybe where do you find your comfort and support as you wait? Because I know that can be very difficult.
7: Bye comfort you got is in the Lord. And just lots of prayers. That's the only thing keeps us going.
1: Well, Ashley, now that you've been personally kind of have a connection to, with organ donation, does it change the way you kind of look at your job and the role you have?
7: Oh, yeah. Our office has always felt very strongly about organ donation and trying to encourage our customers, but now that um, we do have a connection with someone on the waiting list it just makes it that more important to us to try to educate our customers when they do have questions and encourage everyone to be a donor if mm-hmm. they're willing to do that.
1: Well, we'll be thinking about Paisley and keeping us in her thoughts and prayers and, and hopefully, and then when the time comes, she'll get a new heart and uh, you know live to be a healthy, happy little girl. We're looking forward to hearing updates and, and keep us posted. Thank you,
7: yeah,
0: thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys so much, Um, and we'll be thinking about you on Thursday. Take care. Thank Thank you. you. This month we celebrate our partners at the Department of Safety. Through their efforts over the past years, millions of Tennesseans have made the decision to join the Tennessee Donor Registry. If you haven't registered to be an organ and tissue donor, we hope you'll consider doing so. It's simple. You can sign up right now. Just visit BeTheGiftToday.com to document your decision, and don't forget to talk to your family. Remember, we all have the power to donate life. Have a good evening.